Hey, fellow traveler, welcome to the Third Eye Awakening podcast, a show where we talk all about spiritual and psychic awakening, magic, the shift from 3D to 5D, star seeds, ascension, multiple timelines, multiple dimensions, the universe, the multiverse, the Akashic records, all the good things. I am your host, Amy Blair, and I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Okay, let's do this. Go ahead. You can ask whatever you want to start with. I guess what's the main lesson I'm meant to learn this lifetime that I'm unaware of or struggling with most? Okay. Just to clarify, are you wanting the main lesson that you're not seeing or the main lesson period? I'm not seeing. Okay. I keep getting the word austerity. And what I'm being shown is like that there's a restrictive energy, like a restrictive, it's a belief pattern. It's not your energy, but it's a a belief pattern. It feels like it didn't originate with you. It originated, it feels like through, I keep getting grandmother and I'm it's hard for me to tell right now whether it's like your grandmother in this lifetime or if it was a grandmother in a different lifetime or it looks like a grandmother that's a little bit cold and severe and austere a little bit like very proper and critical is what i'm feeling and that there's uh it feels like you have internalized whether that's from this like i said this grandmother or not i don't know why grandmother comes through but that's just the word that i'm getting it's like you've internalized some of that criticism and turn it inward on yourself and that it's like keeping you keeping your energy smaller and like more condensed than it actually wants to be that's the that's the thing that they're showing me okay yeah it actually fits my mother but I know we've had many lifetimes together. Well, I was going to, I actually, I don't know. I don't know if I said this or not, but it was the grandmother on your mother's side. Like I was seeing it through your, which she's that way too, but my mom's hypercritical. And so, yeah. So maybe it originated with your grandmother and got passed through your Mm -hmm. mother to you. Which would make, yeah. I do know it's interesting. I pulled the card. I pulled the card two or three times recently about breaking the chains. Mm being the lineage and so well you asked me that question and I realized like I guess I'm curious what my lesson is this lifetime too or like if it's what I think it is so I don't know if that like if something else came up too that I don't know maybe I am I don't know okay because yeah I mean that's why I wanted to clarify because there is like they're not necessarily the same thing like you might be Mm -mm. seeing your main lesson but there might be a lesson that you're not seeing too that was kind of like I'd much prefer to know what I'm not seeing so that I can help heal that but right at the same time there's like you know you want to feel validated like oh that is it yes I was right (laughs) yeah okay so let me go ahead and see so you're asking specifically about the lesson the lesson that your soul has kind of the main one that you've come in to mm-hmm. work through. Okay. I think I need a little bit more information because just not anything's coming up, but I'm trying to think of something that I can, that you could give me that doesn't like give it away what you think. So 
Like even well, if there's like, if you think it has to do with an event or a person or a pattern or something, and you don't have to give a, a lot of detail about it. Just definitely a pattern. Okay. Or if we want to come back to it, we can like move through other questions and maybe it'll reveal itself. I don't know. But okay. um, I would definitely say it's a pattern and a, okay. because it That's, keeps showing up in my life. So I'm assuming it's meant to be healed. Like, yeah. Yeah, let's let's come back to it. Okay, what's my life's current purpose, and how can I move towards achieving it? Okay, and by life purpose, do you mean like career or career? Like, well, I mean, I guess maybe not. Maybe my purpose is to just be a mom. I don't know. But like, what is that? What's the current purpose, and how can I like? I really just want to know how to move forward in it. But okay. both both things. Okay. Hmm. It feels like you have quite an artistic and creative side that it feels like you have a wilder side to yourself that doesn't ever get really very often unleashed, like a wild creativity. And that it like, I'm almost seeing it. And again, this might just be symbolic, but the energy behind it is showing up as like you playing the piano as a little girl and like being like sort of forced to practice and having recitals or something like that, where we're just expected, right? Like that, that like your act, your creative self was really channeled in a very controlled on your behalf direction. And that really the, the main thing right now is for you to give yourself permission to feel safe, to unleash it and have no idea where it's going to go. And like, just color all the way outside of the lines, not even on the page, color on the wall, like somewhere like so unplanned that, that that's what your, your soul is really asking for. And I'm seeing that in terms of a career, the first thing that I saw was, uh, I don't know if you have any background in this at all, but I, <laughs> I always feel weird when it's this specific. I just feel like, oh my God, it's going to be totally wrong. They're going to think I'm crazy. But I was seeing um, like interior design or floral arrangement or something like that, uh, something that really beautifies the environment. But that's even like, that is even too restrictive. Like your, your soul wanted to lead with like, set me free, <laughs> set my creativity free. But that if you wanted to channel it in a direction that makes you money, <laughs> like a good direction to channel it in would be it almost feels like uh like like you do consultations for people who don't have the same eye for design that you do or the same sense of atmosphere or environment or something like that and you can give them like you can kind of do it for them that's what it feels like which is why I was thinking interior design but I was also seeing a lot of flowers but I also want to be very clear that when I say if you want to do something that makes you money, that is not to say that completely unleashing your wild creativity wouldn't make you money. It's just that I can feel that you're super blocked around that and that you around money. Uh, well, around like your fullest authentic expression and creative expression equaling money. I can just feel that there's a block there. So it wouldn't, uh, it's not that it can't make you money. It's just that there's things that need to be released and resolved and reprogrammed before it can. Okay. Because I was about to ask, what's stopping me from pursuing my dreams? 
Yeah. That's a big part of it. it. Yeah. So, okay. So let me, let me go in and just like give that question its own space. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel a lot of fear. I really feel I do like, I do feel like a big, strong influence and maybe you already knew this. So I don't know if it was wrong, that that was your lesson that you're not seeing, but maybe you just didn't see how impactful it is. But I feel, I really keep seeing you as like a young girl and just having this constant critical eye put on you and like these expectations that like completely didn't recognize like it's like they just couldn't see who you actually are and instead they wanted you to fit their idea of who you should be and that like it it feels so restrictive almost like you were put in clothes that didn't feel comfortable and there's just like there was just never room for you to spill out everywhere. And that's really holding you back a lot, really, really a lot. It's very powerful, but it's also, it's only powerful because you, you continue to give it permission to have that power. Um, and I don't mean that to sound like it. No, it's true. I allow it. It's just you're not, you haven't gotten there yet where you're like, oh, I can just unsubscribe from this bullshit. Like none of it was true anyway. So I can totally freely just let it go. You're just, you just haven't been quite there yet, but it's it's somebody else's idea of who you should be is so strongly influencing. And there's this tug of war because like, you know, that's not you, but it's almost like the consequences for daring to try and be yourself were loss of my mother yeah exactly like it wasn't it doesn't I'm not feeling like physical abuse or anything no I'm feeling very much like like I am not good enough as I am like I can't be me because I won't have love I won't belong I would like the um criticism is just too painful and so I can't even do it and that fear is still what's holding you back and the idea of pursuing your dreams and then failing which isn't even possible anyway and like that there's just too much of a cost to it there's too high of a price and uh but it it isn't it's not that same way anymore but it's just sort of bringing bringing that part of your mind that got really frozen into that belief into the present and the future in in a way that's liberated Mm. just like so much under that like well then how do i release it (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think I want to, but I've also been having the same conversation for the last five years (laughs) ever since I realized what it was and I still haven't released it. So what gives? Do you want me to, do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Okay. This is rooted also in past lives. Uh, So it's a really strong pattern in your soul memory and I'm seeing very similar, like just the way it's being shown again with past lives. I always take it slightly with a grain of salt because I'm like, am I seeing the actual past life or am I just seeing like a symbolic representation of the scenario and the dynamic, but I'm seeing almost exactly the same scenarios, but in a couple different periods of time with the same players with your mother and your grandmother. And it really feels like a three, like a triangle 
uh, personalities and dynamic, you are wanting to break free, but also you do, you deserve to give yourself some grace because it is very powerful. It almost has like, it's almost like an undertow that. That's the exact word that's been used twice before. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so part of it is just that it's got a lot of power to it. It's got a lot of charge to it. That's a better word. Because ultimately you're more powerful than that dynamic, but the dynamic has a lot of emotional charge to it. Honestly, what's like the, you are ready to release it and it is, it's simple, but it's also, it works best and it's the most stable if it happens in little increments where you gently rewire your brain over time Mm -hmm. and feel, it feels like you're, you're so desperate for just the breakthrough to break free. And, but the breakthrough is so scary to you at the same time because you don't know what it looks and feels like on the other side. And so you're holding yourself back from the breakthrough. And if you, that it feels like the trick is to believe that it's inevitable. That feels like a more accessible belief that it is inevitable that you will break through it because that's, that's a huge part of why you came into this life in these circumstances. And that if it's inevitable, which it is, then it's okay if it doesn't happen instantaneously right now, but you're just like orienting yourself in that direction and you're moving there in little increments, but the increments are so easy to do and they're stable. Like if you take one, incremental step of rewiring and releasing and whatever it it will stay you can anchor it into your belief system whereas if you make the huge breakthrough all at once it's so powerful that it's scary and it might you might make the breakthrough but then you might snap right back into the old beliefs because it's so unfamiliar so it's a little bit like giving yourself the gift of time and that it's okay and like time is all a bullshit illusion anyway and that like if it takes you until you're 70, that's okay because it'll still happen and you will be so, so happy when it does and you will not even care. You won't care what, like once it happens. And so there really is no hurry. And also uh, the part that is coming through is to focus on the feeling of, because it feels like what you really want is like, freedom and the pursuing your dreams what that actually equates under like underlying the pursuing of your dreams is the freedom to pursue your dreams and the freedom to express who you really are and to be who you really are without that criticism on it and if you rather than focusing on you know forgiving them and healing the trauma and all all that stuff like you can still do that but rather than making that the focus if you make your focus that feeling of freedom and just finding it because it already exists within you. And when you find it, then you create it. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It all, that all makes sense. It also resonates. And I think that's a big part of my lesson, which is interesting that you said it that way, because I do this thing where I like blow my life up so big where I have to snap back to comfort because I blew it up so much that there's no way I can anchor in it mm-hmm. without any like 
con like not constantly. I don't do that. I would say every like four years, right? I blow it up, and it's a patience thing. And the inevitable—that's huge. I believe that's inevitable. Like, yeah, because that's to like resonates with forty-two different areas. <laughs> it's not just this one. <laughs> I believe that it's inevitable, and then I don't have to feel so stressed about it being there or getting there. You know. Yeah. That was really good. Thank you. I was going to ask what skills or talents do I need to focus on to help me achieve my life's purpose, but well, I don't know. Maybe I am still interested in that. I just like, I basically want to know how do I, I don't like the word serve, but like, how do I use my talents to like serve, support others? Or how does like, I just feel this calling to lift women up, but I don't even know how, what that looks like. What is, mm-hmm. how do I do that? Mm-hmm. And how am I lifting them up? Am I coaching them? Am I, I don't know. Like nothing has felt right. I've started anyways. I'm trying to think of a more concise way to ask that question, but is there some way to know like what my skills or talents I can use to like, how do I serve others with them or something like that? Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing that I'm seeing is, and I, I might have to go back in after I share these because they're not really letting anything else come through until I share these things. Okay. Um, the first thing I'm seeing is you like holding a circle, like a a group circle for for women and they, they aren't really even showing me more of like what you do in that circle. But just, I think the reason is because the power is in the coming together and the circle and that you um, are able to sort of like lead it without dominating it. You're, you're just able to like invite people together and sort of anchor the space, but let everybody else be like everybody else shine as well. So that's the first thing I'm seeing. And then the other thing was uh, really clearly that like, as you accept the belief of the inevitability of like leaving this pattern behind, you will just totally end up supporting people who are working through They're similar, like it doesn't have to be the same kind of limiting patterns, but who feel similarly trapped by like powerful dynamics. It it does feel, it feels like a coaching capacity, although you could use whatever term you want or not even necessarily use a term. It just feels like you just end up doing that because I can feel the transformation. Like it's not going to happen when you're 70. It's going to happen way sooner than that. But oh, thank you. Even, even if it does take that long, <laughs> you actually won't care. Your soul won't care. But it feels like it's, it's very close and, and that like as you move into that, it almost feels like it's already started just in this reading and even before this reading, as you move into it, you'll just, it, you'll integrate it incrementally, but a lot faster than you have been up until now. And that you will just end up like radiating and exuding that shift within yourself and people will just start coming to you for it. Like you won't even, it just feels like you, at least to start out, you don't even need to know what term to call yourself or how to like advertise it because people are just going to 
feel it and they're going to gravitate towards you because they'll know that you are you carry something that they're looking for That like puts me at so much ease. I can't even tell you. And I do feel, it's funny, I, I had a, so I used to be able to channel like very clearly and in the last 18 months I've been, I basically like had to be brought to my knees mm. and I kind of had to, sep like I separated myself from my guides and divine. Well, I mean, I didn't, I chose to do it. And last night I had like an experience where I realized like I am that quantum leap that I think I've been wanting, like I'm in it. Yeah. I, I'm in it in the sense that like I'm healing in a, in a way that feels so like I can like embodied and I've had such a hard time being in this body in this life. And I don't know what that's about, but like I just live up here and cannot mm -hmm. anchor and like I'm getting it I'm start like I'm getting things for the first time and so for you to say that is really big because it feels that way like I feel like okay there is momentum but yeah I don't see it on paper the way our society asks me right. about yeah. it like and in fact my mom today asked me and she was like well what about this and why aren't you doing this yet and why aren't you doing this yet I'm like I'm not there yet yeah. but to her she's like but you've been working on this for so long I'm like it's not that long it's a few months so so yes everything you just said feels really like oh oh and exhale yay no just validation feels really nice sometimes okay and the leading circles and group of women thing is like exactly what i want to do i just want to be around like oh, perfect women and I, i've tried a lot like i've dipped my toe and i've never i'm consistency is a problem for me in the past consistency has been a problem for me so I think as I keep doing it, but I want, basically I would love to hold retreats. Like that's just feels good to me. It's like come in and power through things together. So anyways, thank you for that. And then total shift of topic, but I do, I'm curious to know the purpose of Ben in my life. Okay. So I don't know if this is Ben or not, assuming it is because you asked about Ben but I'm seeing a man who is a little bit on the like skinnier, nerdier side, but not super skinny, nerdy, but just a little bit, but like sweet and in a, like an acute kind of attractive way. And I'm seeing him as I, like he's beside you and I, it feels partnery, but I'm second guessing myself. So I'm going to throw the little caveat that it could be a friend dynamic too, but either it's like a friend who wants to be more than a friend, if that's the case. But uh, it feels like um, what I'm feeling from this person that I'm seeing is a lot of love for you and a lot of admiration and somebody who sees, sees all the things in you that you have a hard time seeing in yourself and who's kind of a, like, even though he doesn't occupy a lot of physical space, he's got a very anchoring energy. So again, I don't know if that's Ben or if that's somebody who you're actually wanting in the place of Ben or, or I'm not really sure, but that's, that's what I'm first getting. Is that Ben or is that somebody that you'd like to have? So interesting. You say that. <laughs> that is like the best version of Ben Okay. But the earth version of Ben 
is not like I see that person. That's the right. person I see when I'm with Ben. But the person I'm getting is like doesn't vocalize love or adoration. Okay. Like definitely I know it's there because we've been together for two years and I can like I'm we're still there. We're still have the relationship. <laughs> I yeah. probably would have left if it wasn't there. But He's not vocal about it and he's angry and depressed and like, okay. But like the person I see is who you describe. Like that's why I'm still in it is because right. that's who I see. Like okay. this kind, gentle, anchoring something. And that's maybe why I'm so confused. That's why I'm asking what okay. the purpose is of life because I don't I'm like, wait a second. I see this. Right. And is it potential or is it like actually in there? And okay. Let, let me go in and see. Okay. Okay. So what I'm seeing is like, I'm feeling so strongly that first person that I described so strongly. So that either means that that's who actually is in there or that that's like, the energy of the person that you're ultimately going to be with. And uh, he might just be like almost there, but not quite, you know what I mean? But I'm also not getting that really clearly. So the other thing that I was seeing was like a separation of the two, almost like oil and water separating and the, mm -hmm. that lower, heavier stuff just falling away. And it almost feels like it's in tandem with your continued quantum leaping that you're going through and the the transformation like the really pulling in what you're it's almost it's almost like it's a reflection of what you're ready to actually claim for yourself on all levels in your life and like receive and just like decide that this is what I want this is who I am this is what I get to have and as you get even you know deeper and more firmly into that it feels like in tandem this like kind of angry, depressed, like not, not loving or, you know, the, the stuff that you described, that energy mm -hmm. falls away and it, it's, but I can't, it's very symbolic imagery. So I can't quite tell if it's that Ben falls away and a new person that fits that energy comes into awesome. the yeah. spot, or if it's that aspect of Ben also like, yeah, like it's like he well, rises as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because he, there's what you're seeing in him is really there. I mean, that's the kind of the whole issue with like all codependent people everywhere, right? It's like you can see, yeah, like, you, see it. you can see it and, and you want it to be that person, but you keep the, the, the problem is when we keep excusing the, the, you know, or like less than what we are worth, right? But, exactly. but life lessons, <laughs> life lessons, but also when you, encounter people from fifth dimensional consciousness you understand that they're mul like truly multi-dimensional beings truly multifaceted exactly beings. and that that facet of him is real like the one that you are mm -hmm. meeting up with right now is real but the facet that you see is also real and that as your in own internal stuff shifts you kind of like require him to shift too and it's almost like you see another facet of the diamond the you know infinite faceted mm -hmm. diamond that he is so 
like you will meet each other in your dysfunction, but you can also meet each other in your, like, you know, expression. And if we don't, he'll fall away anyway, because we don't match. Yeah. But I'm feeling so strongly the person, the first person that I felt and described that like, even if it's not Ben, like you are legitimately not going to care because the, the actual energy that is like wanting to be your partner is that kind of, it's like very sweet. I'm trying to think of like a movie example, but I can't really think of one, but like a slightly nerdy, but like super cute, nerdy kind of like just a, just a nice, a nice man, but not like a, like pushover nice man. No, like just like a man a good... with integrity and who like really sees you and like wants to be with the you that you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be really wonderful. Um, hmm. Also, it's 11 11, so that means that it's extra true. <laughs> okay, so I feel like it kind of got quest- it kind of got answered, but perhaps there's something else. But basically, all of my questions were all the same version of the same question. It's kind of funny now that I'm looking at them <laughs> in the moment. So, what is limiting me from manifesting greater abundance? And, like, let's ask that because I think it's tied to the other stuff, but perhaps there's something else there that yeah. I'm not seeing. Sure. So it is tied to that other stuff, but specifically in the way that's relevant to this is that it just feels like your energy is really constricted, like really small. Yeah. It just like, I, I keep coming back to that feeling of being put in clothes that are tight and restrictive and uncomfortable. And like, you're just like pants all the time. Yeah. And so in that place that's causing that restriction, it's, is a belief that you have to, like, you have to do things right, or you have to get it right. Or you have to like, it's always so hard putting it into words. Like it makes so much sense as like abstract. Yes. I understand that. (laughs) Yeah. It's a feeling that like, and it's a learned feeling that you have to like, dot all the I's, cross all the T's, tick all the boxes. It it has to be done in this right way. It's like almost like your brain thinks that there needs to be a sequence and you don't really know what it is, but you're trying to do it, but keeping yourself to that restriction of like this idea that there is a way to do it right. And a bunch of boxes to tick is what's partly behind what's keeping your energy narrow. And it's like an energy channel that then like that's what needs to open in order for more abundance and more everything to come in. That really the action step around manifesting more abundance is really what you're already doing. Like you're already moving in all that direction anyway, but it just allowing yourself more freedom to be yourself. It'll just result in more abundance. Because I guess what happened is like, it's like you were conditioned to conditioned in a way that was restrictive, Mm -hmm. but you were conditioned and taught to now restrict yourself. So now you restrict yourself. And so the people that like conditioned you in that way, they may still have the same attitudes and they may still for their whole lives, but those don't really matter anymore because you're a woman grown and 
-hmm. whatever, but you like, you adopted that programming. And so it's just like ejecting that program. It's like going through your computer and like finding all the old printers software that's in there yes. printers from like ages ago. It's like, just clearing it all out. And the more, basically, really, it comes down to that, like, ultimately, abundance to you, what I'm getting equals freedom, yes. freedom to be who you are, freedom to go where you want to go, not have to ask permission for things. Yes. And so as you focus on that feeling, you will end up allowing in more abundance, because you, you're not even having to manifest the abundance it's already there. It's just that you have a framework that is restricting it all out, if if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, and I do and believe it's all there. Like that's the part I think that gets so frustrating. It's like it's like sitting in escrow, and I feel it, and I see it, and it's there. And yeah, there's something in me that's not allowing, and I get that. Like I get that it's me not allowing it. Yeah, but it's there. It's. <laughs> directly tied to your own like giving yourself permission without any conditions on it like whatever in all the little stupid ways that you can give yourself permission in a day those are super powerful like really yeah if you give yourself permission like say if you want i don't know say you want to like have a fancy coffee let's just say as an example one day you're kind of like oh i can't afford it or oh like i shouldn't because it's bad for me or whatever it's like it's not that you have to indulge it but it's like where you're you're giving yourself permission to have that if you want to it doesn't mean you have to do it every time it's not the same thing as irresponsible spending or something no like i know that. what you mean but yeah, like all those little things will do so much to like amplify that. So it's really all about permission and freedom. Permission and freedom. Mm -hmm. The money equals freedom from needing permission. So if you just give yourself freedom and permission, then the money will just follow because that's what it equals. You know, what's so beautiful about that. And I know you, you I'm not gonna say you don't care, but like, it's so interesting my mother just offered to help me buy a house and i was like oh my god i've been wanting a house this is it it showed up and then this little inkling in me was like but it's almost like then you have to ask for permission constantly yeah. there's like this tie if that's not it that's not it but to me it was like i'm never gonna be able to own a house in denver unless she helps me well not never that's such a lie but Anyways, that's so interesting because it's true. Like it's the permission. It's freedom. Like mm -hmm. I would never feel free if I owned property with her. Mm -hmm. But so, yes, that's a whole time together. <laughs> okay. I feel like there's other questions that I should be asking and nothing's like coming to mind. So I don't know. Is there a question usually that people ask that, is typical. I thought I wanted to ask something about my parenting and my kids, but I don't like the words never came, the exact verbiage of the question. Or I don't know, like I'm curious, like I want to know how to love my kids best. Okay. But I don't know that that's a, is that a question or is there a way to like form that into a more specific question that can get an answer? Well, that, I mean, like I can feel the underlying intention behind that inquiry. So Okay. That's probably good enough. That's yeah. 
Yeah, okay. How many kids do you have? Um, I have three. Ah, that's what I was seeing. Okay. Is this Ben's first child? No. Biological child? No? Okay. Mm-mm. Okay, so your kids will benefit from, I mean, obviously, they'll benefit from your stepping into your authenticity and you're giving yourself permission and you're giving yourself freedom. And again, like you're, you're doing it for yourself, but they will benefit and they will see, and it will be, it will really powerfully code their minds to not just like, it's amazing to be born to a mother who already feels self-expressed, but for them and their soul trajectory, it's going to be especially powerful to watch you commit to that process. And like, you know, take ownership of your agency to rewire your own beliefs and decondition and create uh, a different experience for yourself. And then I'm still, I'm coming back again. Like, I don't know if you, are you a painter or anything? Like, do you have an artistic, an artistic side in any way? Like I was literally seeing at the beginning, I was seeing poetry, violin, flowers, piano, painting. Like I was seeing all the whole gamut of things. I have this desire to be, my mom used to like make fun of me. That's how I came in and said I love But she was like, you just want to be a hobbyist. You just want hobbies. And that's true. I totally, like, I would be totally happy having a huge studio and trying to paint this way. And I want, the other day I wanted to do ceramics. So I started Googling how to do ceramics. And then I was making candles the other day. So I don't know that I have any artistic skills, Mm -hmm. but I definitely, there's something in me that like, wants to express in every sort of artistic medium that you can. I did start watercoloring recently and like, I, I freaking love it. I'm very critical on myself, very, very critical and hard on myself. So it's yeah. hard. Yeah. But, and I love to write. I mean, there's just like basically any artistic thing you can think of. I would like to do it. And I feel like it's in me somewhere, but I don't know. You know. I feel like it's in you somewhere in all the ways that you want it to be. And I was just seeing that really powerfully again, that like if you make big paintings with your children or like big, like just do those big things where you can remove from yourself any criticism. Like if you're, you know, like you wouldn't see their efforts and then be like, oh, that's all right. But like, look, you, you know. No, I would never do that. Right. So, so then you just give yourself the same thing that you would give to them. But there's something for them too, like that, if you, that's really going to impact them really strongly. If you like make big, splashy, messy art of some kind, whether it's loud music or messy clay or whatever. And those aren't hobbies, like all that stuff. I mean, the thing too, is that your mom is also, when she says those things, her soul is also a multidimensional diamond and she is reflecting to you the facet that reflects your Mm -hmm. own internal criticism and she might still criticize for your whole life but it just will not carry the charge that it does now Mm -hmm. uh so it's actually you telling yourself that these are hobbies and they're not like worthy pursuits but they totally are they're hugely can you imagine a world with no art can you imagine a world with any art it It makes me sad to think about yeah, exactly. It's super depressing. Nobody would want to be alive. So artists are, there aren't even words for how important it is and that you can never get to the like beautiful expression of art without making a whole bunch of like nonsense shit first. <laughs> like I used to think of it as like, you have to, you have to run the taps and just like let all the rusty water come out yes. before the beautiful clear water starts to flow. And that's the only way to get there. But there's some something for them like 
it's like it's going to unlock like a joy in you that will unlock a joy in them and you'll all be creating together and it's it's just going to set them up for something really important and then also your efforts which i can feel that you already do your efforts to actually see who they are and try your best to not project your own things onto them is like you're doing a great job it's very powerful and important work Good. I do, like I feel like I want to be a really good mom. <laughs> I want that that to be enough for a little while too. But okay, yay! I there, there's it, a lot to unpack. There is a little bit that was coming through about Ben that I can go into if you want. Yes, I would love that, please. So as I was focusing on your kids, I could feel that. I mean, I can only see tiny snippets because I'm not doing a reading for him. But what I'm seeing is that he has a layer of depression right now because you have a baby and it's triggering stuff in him that he does not want to, like, it's just painful and it, it's uncomfortable and uh, he just, he'd rather just be angry and avoid it kind of rather than like, acknowledge that something's being triggered and like because you know you kind of have to look at it in order for the triggery stuff to go away and he's it's uncomfortable and he doesn't want to look at it and it it feels like it has a lot to do with like feeling like a failure and feeling like Mm, he he can't like be a good like he can't do this role properly anyway and like it's just bringing up all of his low self-worth stuff and uh that he it it also feels like it's rooted in childhood and there's some different childhood trauma that's different than yours that but at the same time similar like i'm just suddenly seeing like a man just really yelling at him and saying mean oh his dad was horribly horribly abusive yeah yeah horribly yeah. Like any completely absent emotionally and yeah. abusive, which is really confusing. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I, exactly what I'm saying. And I think a little boy has yelled at. Yeah. And it yeah. hurts. And it's being all triggered. And he does, it's like, he just doesn't know. And you know, like um, men in our culture are not really, it, it's, it's just not like a safe cultural conditioning to heal that stuff and move through mm-hmm. it like you're just supposed to just nut up and like exactly yeah right? and, and that anyway that's what he's trapped in right now so that's also what you're getting is there something i can do to support him or is there anything it's it's actually feeling a little bit like a little bit like an ultimatum but not a manipulative ultimatum but a little bit like where you're just acknowledging that he's not feeling good and he's not happy and that you don't it feels like there's like an event or a series of it's not like a big explosive like terrible event but there's just something that just feels like the straw that breaks the camel's back where you're just like no. I think we're in that right now yeah and and it's just like you're like fine I get it you're not a bad person you're not a bad father you're going through some shit but like you either have to like nut up and deal with it uh, like, and like truly work through it so that you can be like show up and be the kind of father that you wish you had had or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, or we're just going to have like, I'll, I'm happy to give you your space to like stay in your stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and in a way where it's really like the, the challenge is going to be like, it feels like he needs a firm hand. Like I was looking to see like, Oh, does he need more softness? No, he doesn't. Doesn't need more softness. I don't know if his mom was firm. Yeah. Or she was well, too he keeps firm. choosing women who are like very soft. And yes. He's like, wanting someone to hold. He needs someone to hold, hold his feet to the fire, which is what his mom always says. Will you just hold his feet to the fire? I'm like, I'm not his fucking mom. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, but, but it isn't your job to hold his feet to the fire either. It's just like a firmness, like where a strong boundary. Well, yeah. For me. Exactly. And where you're like, listen, I don't, I get it. It's complicated. It's painful. You don't feel good. And this isn't about me criticizing you or trying to berate you or make you feel smaller and worse than you already do. But this is me saying like, I'm trying my best. And if you want to stay in this place, then you can stay in it alone. And I'm not going to take your child away, but yeah. I like, this isn't whatever, whatever works, you know, but it's a, uh, it's, it's the careful part is going to be to not like further trigger that feeling of humiliation in him. He'll still feel humiliated because he's a dude, but it's true. Like not where he feels like he's being yelled at. Yeah. I think that's, you answer my question really honestly, because like my, I, I don't want to be like, what feels intuitive to me is to not be gentle anymore. But from what I, just what I've been taught about how to approach men, it's always so gentle, you know, like, so that was a really good feedback. Ha. Huh. Thank you. Yeah. So much. No problem. Do you have any last questions or anything? I feel like, like I have questions about timeline of things, but you kind of answer some, I don't, and I don't know. I just, yes, I have 10 million more questions, but I guess I am curious if there's anything I can do like now, as in like in the next 48, I don't know, like now-ish to just help not to feel more fulfilled, but just to take that step that makes me, you know, (laughs) Do you understand hand gestures? (laughs) Yeah, you can lock it in with some kind of ceremony. Uh, It doesn't, it can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be, but it's almost like an action. It's like a declaration to yourself and to the universe out loud and supported by like an act of doing something that like, it's almost like creating a bond and a pact with yourself that like, if ever you're kind of, any of your older sort of patterns are coming up and you just want to like give up and give into them where you just kind of like remember it's almost like a wedding ceremony right like (laughs) it's almost like making a vow to yourself Mm -hmm. uh and you don't even necessarily have to tell anybody else like it's not so much about accountability to anybody else but you could do that if that feels good but it it feels like having a, a little ceremony again as complex or simple as feels intuitive to you will lock in that that decision that moving forward is just different now okay i love rituals yes or ceremonies (laughs) (laughs) awesome okay thank you so much for your time and energy and just all of it oh well thank you so much for the honor and the privilege of reading for you it truly 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 is an honor i hope that you have a great night Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here with me on this episode. 
I appreciate you more than my words could ever say. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share, and I will catch you on the next episode.